the United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys, the guys that have not won a medal. Not one. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Good morning and welcome to episode 5 of Medallica colon Minnows versus the World. How are you, Rig? I'm very good, G-Spot. What's going on? Mate, we're one day to go. And uh, that's to competition, which means that today is the opening ceremony of yes. the 31st Olympiad. Yes, the crowd goes wild. Literally wild, like like a pack of wild dogs. Yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty much revolting. Yep. And I mean that in both senses of the word. <laughs> Everything is happening in Rio, uh, and wow, do we have a big show. So we're going to jump straight into it with a segment that we like to call... Surveillance on Sadibi. So when we left you last, uh, we had uh, sent some official emails to uh, various press organisations, mm-hmm. uh, one of which was the Burkina Faso Yahoo yep. account. Uh, yep. Haven't heard back from them yet, but we did hear back from the, uh, uh, the Olympic um, press, uh, uh, press the secretary. Yep, uh, yep. And she said that, uh, that Giannis will not be doing any interviews until after his event which is a bit of a problem for us because his event is the marathon and I'm pretty sure he runs into the closing ceremony. Yep, yeah, that, that, that sounds just about right. Uh, and plus, after the Olympics, we would not care about this. No, I'm kidding. He, uh, he's a stellar human being, but uh, yeah, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of the show, doesn't it? It, it does It does deflate it a little. Anyway, so uh, we've gone one step further and we've, uh, we've gotten in touch with, uh, with a friend of the show, uh, Lucinda Witte, who is an uh, Olympic silver medalist. She was yep. a... Uh, a sailing medalist at the 2012 London Olympics, and we're going to chat with her later in the show to see what she can do for us. It's going to be cracker. So we'll uh, we'll jump straight into it. It is opening ceremony day, uh, so it is time for... Apocalympics Now! Yes, it is. It is Apocalympics Now, and uh, we are going to get... We are going to get straight into it with uh, with uh, the Jamaicans. Yes, so uh, the Jamaicans have put up a uh, a fantastic video on uh, one of their Twitter accounts. Uh, it's showing that the ro- the room that they just moved into, you could imagine how they would feel. They've just flown uh, halfway across the world, and they're excited. It's the Olympics. They're, they're excited. It's the Olympics. It's, their digs. Uh, it's all happening. Uh, they go in there, and there's just footage of them doing the the walkthrough. Uh, of their of their accommodation and just shit is just unfinished. There's like boxes of like concrete and like <laughs> there's like pieces <laughs> of gyp rock lying around. She t- my favorite part is she's she's looking at the uh, at the, at the toilet and there's there's sort of like a, a tarp laid over the top. Uh, and as she turns to her right in the shower, what should be the shower, just a ladder. Just a giant ladder covered in dust uh, where they're meant to be showering. That's actually how they shower in Rio. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a ladder to get you as close as possible to the hole where the water comes out, yeah. so you can try and cover your body in it. Exactly right. It's uh, it's it's really really bizarre. It's like uh, it's like if the block had just stopped uh, dead in their tracks, and then just goes, you know what? 
Uh, we've stopped filming, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so feel free to move in. Yeah. We're D- asking for just above market price. <laughs> yeah. Darren Jolly and his wife would be very disappointed with that effort. Exactly right. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they were, uh, they were not happy and nor should they be. Uh, no. However... Uh, not as uh, as disappointed or offended uh, as the Nigerians, yeah, f- who went through hell just to get to this just, uh, this Olympics. The Nigerian soccer team were trapped in Atlanta for mm-hmm. apparently ten days over a, a money dispute with an airline. Yeah, uh, the government had to intervene. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and, uh, and pay the bills. Yeah, uh, and uh, when they finally got a plane, uh, the athletes—I don't know if it was—they uh, were exhausted, dehydrated, but yep. they've gone. No, this plane simply won't do. It's too small. Yep. You're like, guys, it's 17 hours till you yeah. play your first Olympic match. You need yeah. to get on a aircraft. That's true. Just yeah. an, or start swimming. And that, Yeah, exactly right. You know, you've got to, they finally get in. Uh, it's six hours to kick off by the time yep. they land in Team Rio. Team on a six. And, uh, and, and they go uh, to the game. Uh, everyone's pumped. It's, you know, uh, it's, it's Olympic competition. Nigeria v. Japan. Nigeria v. Japan, a uh, very important match uh, in the scope of the Olympics. Uh, Nigeria themselves a gold medal winner uh, in this in the men's football in '96, if I'm not mistaken. Ironically, in Atlanta, uh, and they love it there. Yeah, that uh, they do uh, so much so that they want to spend ten days there. <laughs> Uh, on a quick sojourn uh, on the way to the Olympics. But they get there. It's six hours to kick off. They're there. They've got hand over heart, and the anthems are playing, only it's the wrong anthem. No! It is just the wrong anthem by a long shot. It explodes on Twitter. A lot of very proud uh, Nigerians start slamming uh, Rio because it is just an absolute debacle. A lot of people are just like, I'm pretty sure you've picked up Niger uh, instead of Nigeria. It's and, wrong on yeah. so many levels, uh, the most of which is if you're the DJ yeah. for a Rio 2016 and, yeah. you're, and that's your one job, yeah. you don't have to commentate, no. you just literally have to press the right button yeah. for the right answer. Yeah, DJ Joga Benito it. is getting fired uh, as <laughs> yeah. soon as this Joga Bonchito, more like. Exactly right. Anyway, so uh, that's, uh, that's not great for the Nigerians. Uh, they did get up, though. They, uh, they got up 4-3 on penalties, I think. Wow. Anyway, so they, they went, went the long way. Uh, speaking of soccer, uh, we have our first recipient of the George Stewart Robertson Award. Oh, the Thanks for Coming Award. The thanks for Coming. Uh, it is Honduras for their 3-2 win over Algeria. Yes. Yeah. Nice work, Honduras. Go the Minnows. They were 151-1 yes. to one to get out of the group. Wow. So That is what smart a good money. friend of the show, Peter Casey, would describe as free Free money. money. Anyway, so uh, the uh, the final part of uh, of the the Apocalypse, it really does feed into uh, the just the the broader stroke uh, mm-hmm. um, Olympic broadcast. Yeah, uh, we, we obviously know that uh, th- this thing is is just a shit show uh, at the moment in in more ways than three. Uh, so what's actually happened is there is a company responsible for supplying the generators for the massive amount of electricity and power that's going to be required for At every venue for every venue uh, and especially the opening ceremony. Uh, they have supplied the generators. Um, they have said, look, we need to send maintenance workers in uh, to make sure that everything's tip top. Uh, they've been met by people who work at the stadium saying, look, uh, where's your credentials? The company are just like, our credentials are that we sold you the fucking generators that you're using. Uh, let us in. And they're like, no. So they said, fine. And their reaction, like a petulant teenager, was to say, fine. We'll just shut off the generators. Now, if you're wondering what 
impact that's going to have. This makes no sense. Pretty much everything. There will be no lights. There will be no broadcast, which is where a lot of the money is coming from. Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty simple. They're shutting off the electricity to the Olympics. It's like they've they've stopped paying rent. It's it's happening. <laughs> the They're shutting the lights off. Down. It's done. Yeah. Well, uh, look, we're gonna we're gonna follow that because if the lead up to this games is anything to go by, the lights will go off. Yeah. More than once. Yeah, something's going to something, go off. Something, something's going to go off. And you know what? It's not going to be fireworks at the opening ceremony because no. they are just shit out of budget. No. Just no, <laughs> no money left. They, they're going to do those snake sizzler things that you light up and they shrivel. I'm, I'm thinking more like just uh, uh, just the um, the sparklers. You just give everybody in the crowd like, a sparkler. Like, like, like when you're at uh, Hog's Breath and it's your cafe. Yeah. It's your cafe. You're at Hogsbreath Cafe. I remember only Hogsbreath. Yeah, you're at the Hogsbreath Cafe, and they come out with a, a Twizzler thing that goes on for about three seconds. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, uh, so as you're listening to this, the opening ceremony is uh, is happening. The mm-hmm. broadcast goes for uh, for four hours, and you can watch it live Which, everywhere yep. apart from the United States. Yeah, you can't watch it live in the United States because uh, the holders of the of the rights over there, NBC, uh, have decided to put it on a one hour delay, and that's because. They're Anything smart. can happen. They're so smart. They understand that everything, like the Skrillex song, everything is fucked. Yeah. So, and and not only that, but uh, they're going to be the ones laughing at the rest of the world once a live Jaguar is let loose in the crowd and eats Giselle Bunchen. It's not. <laughs> And and malls a street urchin holding up one of those hogs breath. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and the, the sparklers. The only thing standing between a crowd of people and a jaguar is a rogue capybara, <laughs> <laughs> and thousands of armed military personnel. Oh, everything's going to die anyway. That is the end of uh, of Apocalympics now, which brings us into uh, our spotlight on uh, the Craft Olympics. Yes, it's kind of cousin. Today we're looking at architecture. Yes. So, uh, good thing about architecture uh, is that it is uh, you had to submit an actual building, as I found out. Not the blueprints; it had to an be an actual finished building. An actual finished building. Not only that, but it had to be related to sport. So what? you're really, really sort of uh, ramming in uh, or hemming in the options. Yeah. Uh, how's this? 1928, Amsterdam have the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The gold medal. Only one medal is awarded. It goes to guy who built the Amsterdam Stadium. Of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Of course it did. Jan's well, or whatever his name is called. <laughs> anyway. It was Jan something. Yeah, Jan something. Uh, and, uh, and, and that's it. They've just gone, and uh, the gold medal goes to the guy who built the place we're at. No <laughs> there, other medals awarded. May God like, have mercy on your like, soul. It seems like something that they've just come up with on the spot. They go, and the gold medal goes to, uh, they, they open the envelope and it's blank and they've just gone, uh, they've looked around and they go, this stadium builder guy? <laughs> <laughs> well done. And they literally go, yarn, yarn something. <laughs> There's a guy welding somehow in Hyde <laughs> Yarns I, welder. Yes, yep. I yes I am I'm Yarns. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh that was uh that was as, about as good as it got for architecture at uh, uh at the at the Olympics because people just did not have the resources no. to build a stadium mm-hmm. for no reason. Of course, which was effectively what they were asking. They yeah. they were they were going. Uh, which is pretty much the opposite of what Rio's done, which has which has been building stadiums for no stadiums reason. Stadiums for no reason. They, no, no, they're building stadiums for a very definite purpose, and they have not done that. No. So no, no golds. <laughs> it is just a blank envelope. 
<laughs> it's the, the yellow ribbon at the school sports carnival participation, participation award. The gold medal for architecture at the Rio Olympic Games goes to. Quick, just roll an ad. <laughs> come, we'll come back to it. And uh, and that's all we have in the Craft Olympics. Right, so we're moving on to our featured interview uh, for this week. You. Uh, or for today. Um, she is the lovely, uh, she's the kind and in the context of this show, very unusual guest uh, yeah. in that she's a silver medalist, an actual uh, winner of something at the Olympics. Well, she's she's the pedestal. She's uh, she's the goal. She, that's where we're hoping the minnows are going to end up Absolutely. Uh, in her position. Uh, she is the very lovely Lucinda Witte, winner of the silver medal uh, in the Elliott Six Metres at the 2012 Olympic Games. Hi, Lucinda. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're, you're joined by, uh, by Gus Anna and uh, Rig City on the other mic. Hi, Lucinda. How awesome. are you? Hi, guys. Good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Very well. So we just wanted to um, to start off by saying uh, how how devastated uh, we are on your behalf that uh, the Elliott Six Metre event is uh, is not at the Rio Games. Yeah, look, um, it is it is a bit sad, but um, I mean, it was great for the spectators in that um, match racing was yeah very spectator friendly with only two boats. But in saying that, there's um, a few really cool new classes that are in the games this time around called the NACRA 17 and that's um, really fast multi-hull and the plus side is that it's boy-girl so that's awesome and creating a really cool dynamic in the in the sailing world. And look there is a parallel I'm not sure if you are uh, if you're aware but uh, between uh, 1912 and 1948 uh, there were uh, Olympic medals handed out for a uh, town planning <laughs> Uh, that, 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 that is actually uh, not a lie, Lucinda. That is followers of right, our podcast actually know that. Yeah, um, you and, learn something new every day. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we can't help but feel like uh, you are a 1952 Olympic town planner who's just been <laughs> robbed of the opportunity to plan the perfect town. And could you just? Oh, Im- thanks, guys. <laughs> I mean, you could just imagine that 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 poor bastard. He's 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 watched his heroes in 1944 and 1948. Uh, well, not in 44 for obvious reasons, but 48. Uh, he's picked up a fantastic medal in town planning or, or literature or architecture or one of the other uh, things that were involved in the Craft Olympics. <laughs> he's gone to 1952. He's hopped off the plane in Helsinki, Finland, and he's gone, shit, <laughs> this is not what I expected. Uh, so uh, you did did win silver at, uh, at London, which is a, a massive achievement. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thanks, you're, you're thanks here. guys. Thank you. Um, we, just, uh, we have a question. Um, oh, uh, Yeah. Sorry, I'm, no, no, I'm, you, I'm, I'm sorry to jump in. So you go, the, the reason the reason why I just jumped all over Gus trying to trying to actually uh, have some sense of structure about this is that I saw um, as as you know uh, our our Facebook feeds as as I'm sure yours is 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 obviously full of weird infographics and and uh, from you know unreliable sources. Um, so I just want to know this because I saw something in an infographic recently on my feed about the Olympics. It said that athletes have to pay taxes on their medals. Is that true? No, not that I had to. <laughs> I definitely nice. don't think that that's true. <laughs> but are you also holding your accounts in the Cayman Islands? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Classic sailors' accounts. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that was just something that I was like scratching my head about for a long time. But you put it to bed. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's all right. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you've uh, you've obviously been following the the lead up to the Rio uh, the Rio Games um, and the possible concerns with uh, the quality of the water over there. Yes, yeah, 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 um, of course. <laughs> is it possible 
to sail without getting any water in your mouth? Uh, definitely not. No, it's like a fire hose to the face. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fantastic so. image. We've gotten that from an Olympian <laughs> recorded for this podcast. It's like a fire hose to the face. So, um, because one of because one of the uh, one of the Dutch sailors came out and famously said, "Like, yeah, no, it's fine. We'll just be able to sail while keeping our mouth shut." And we were just like, "That doesn't sound wrong. like something that you can do." Because I mean, you're not going to breathe through your mouth like an absolute psychopath <laughs> as you're like yeah. you know trawling through you know ba- <laughs> errant baby doll heads and like six pack uh, you know pieces of garbage. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't quite work, especially, you know, because your heart rate's up at, you know, 180 plus. And so I, I don't think you can get enough oxygen in at that point. So anyway. <laughs> so you heard it here first. All of the yes. sailors at the Rio Games are getting very <laughs> ill. <laughs> um, so so we, um, uh, we have a, a, a quest on, on the show, and that's, uh, that's to get in touch with um, the holy trinity of, uh, of Olympians that have never, never won a medal. Um, and, uh, and so that's Kim Collins, the 100-metre sprinter from St. Kitts and Nevis. Um, Rashid Sadibi is a Burkina Farsan uh, judoka. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the <laughs> the, the demonym, Burkina Farsan. Yeah. Um, and uh, and also Jonas uh, Kindo is a marathon runner for the refugee team. You you mentioned mm-hmm. that you you had uh, you had uh, teammates um, from the last games who are currently in Rio. I guess we're gonna kind of cut to the chase, uh, as mm. you probably guessed where this was heading. Um, <laughs> do you Not think? Quite. Do you think? <laughs> fantastic. We're gonna blindside you. Uh, it's a surprise. <laughs> It's a kinder surprise. Um, it's a kinder surprise. What, what we're, it's a kinder surprise. We're, we're going to ask uh, if you could put us in touch with someone who uh, will be in Rio and potentially be in the village and see uh, any of these three men, uh, these minnows versus the world that form the title of our podcast, uh, mm-hmm. and, and possibly get a selfie with them uh, and, and kind of shout out to us on, on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> Oh yeah, I could do that for you probably. Oh, that is uh, that, <laughs> that, that is legitimately be that's legitimately the best lead that we've had thus far, and we have that been awesome. We've both quit our that's jobs right. just to try and track these three guys. We down. are hemorrhaging money right now. Uh, you're excited. <laughs> My girlfriend is so pissed. I have no income coming in. No, we're, 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 gonna, we're gonna need the name of your Cayman Islands accountant. <laughs> Oh, I wish. I wish <laughs> you can deposit into it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you don't. You don't get rich by giving money away, do you? Um, well, uh, that's uh, that's. Thank you so much for the chat, Lucy. Really, was, uh, really appreciate really, it. Really that's good. all right. That's okay, guys. No problem. Anytime. Amazing. Well, we we uh, we may take you up on that. We may touch base uh, during the sailing just to uh, get your thoughts on uh, on the games. But uh, but for now, uh, yeah. thank you for your time. Thank you. No problem. Have a great night. You Ciao. too. See you later. Bye. Bye. And that was Lucinda Witty thanking her so much for her time today. She, uh, yeah, silver medalist, but just gold medal guest. Oh, she's she's way better than we deserve. She she's way better than anything we deserve. Uh, she is our one and only friend of the show. <laughs> but we're gonna head on over. To you, G-Man, with uh, Donut Spotlight. The spotlight today is on the great nation of Angola. Yes. Whose greatest Olympic moment to date has been uh, when they came up against the uh, Dream Team. The original Dream Team? Yeah, yeah. with, uh, with Jordan, Johnson. Barkley, yeah. Bird. Magic. Yeah. Magic, uh, in 1992 in Barcelona, yep. uh, where 
One of them was punched in the face pretty early by uh, by Barkley. Yeah. Uh, the Americans won 116 to 40, which is oh. the biggest drubbing in Olympic history. Wow! And after after the game, all of the Angolan athletes uh, went up to the uh, to the Americans and asked them for autographs. Oh, which, that's that's nice. It, it, it's heartwarming. But uh, the guy who got punched in the face, who I'm pretty sure was somehow still concussed. Tell he, me, he's the coach. <laughs> his quote is: "Those guys were on another level." A galaxy far, far away. End quote. <laughs> which I think I think you'll find was actually the blurb for the 1996 <laughs> smash hit Space Jam, <laughs> mixed with 1977 <laughs> smash hit Star Wars. <laughs> Anyways, that guy was not with it at all. Angola oh. are over here are competing in the uh, in the women's handball, uh, and awesome. and they uh, they also are 151 to one oh, uh, to uh, to see see some podium action. That's cool. I I do want to put some money there. It's all, you, would, you have to. I would you like, have, we have to put our money where our mouth is. We're not called uh, Medallica, Colon, Minnows versus the world if we're not putting money down on Minnows. Exactly. I'm sorry. That makes I'm absolutely putting, no I'm sense. I'm putting my foot on the dungeon floor. <laughs> I am going to put money down on this 150 to 1 uh, to one long shot of Angola getting through group stages in handball. Done. And you'll, uh, you'll follow that closely. Uh, while... Uh, in the meantime, we're gonna gonna let you go. Rig and I are gonna enjoy uh, the spread uh, that I've put on for this uh, this podcast. We've got olives, uh, we've got some cured meats, uh, we've got a packet of chips and a, and I've a, mostly a, eaten those a, and a couple of beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this cost me thirty seven dollars, uh, which is ten times the budget that Rio has for their <laughs> opening ceremony. <laughs> so we're gonna leave you with that fact. Enjoy the opening ceremony. We'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. 